the Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm alright, Tom. How are you? Lucky day, Mr. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. What's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program, old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Queen of Soul has been called home. I'm Sean Cantwell. Aretha Franklin, the undisputed Queen of Soul, who sang with matchless style on such classics as Think, I Say a Little Prayer, and her signature song, Respect, and stood as a cultural icon around the globe, has died at age 76 from pancreatic cancer. Publicist Gwendolyn Quinn told the AP through a family statement that Franklin died Thursday at 9.50 a.m. at her home in Detroit. Funeral arrangements will be announced in the coming days. Franklin, who had battled undisclosed health issues in recent years, had in 2017 announced her retirement from touring. A professional singer and accomplished pianist by her late teens, a superstar by her mid-twenties, Franklin had long ago settled any arguments over who was the greatest popular vocalist of her time. She recorded hundreds of tracks and had dozens of hits over the span of a half century, including 20 that reached number one on the R&B charts. But her reputation was defined by an extraordinary run of top ten smashes in the late 1960s. Her records sold millions of copies and the music industry couldn't honor her enough. Franklin won 18 Grammy Awards. In 1987, she became the first woman inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Jurors began their deliberations Thursday in the trial of former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort, who prosecutors say earned $60 million advising Russia-backed politicians in Ukraine, hid much of it from the IRS, and then lied to banks to get loans when the money dried up. Manafort's defense countered that he wasn't culpable because he left the particulars of his finances to others. The financial fraud trial calls on the dozen jurors to follow the complexities of foreign bank accounts and shell companies, loan regulations, and tax rules. It exposed details about the lavish lifestyle of the one-time political insider, including a $15,000 jacket made of ostrich leather and $900,000 spent at a boutique retailer in New York paid by international wire transfer. As the first courtroom test of the ongoing Russia probe led by special counsel Robert Mueller, while allegations of collusion are still being investigated, evidence of bank fraud and tax evasion unearthed during the probe has cast doubt on the integrity of Trump's closest advisors during the campaign. In his defense, Manafort's attorneys told jurors to question the entirety of the prosecution's case as they sought to tarnish the credibility of Manafort's longtime protege and government witness Rick Gates. Defense attorney Richard Wessling noted that Manafort employed a team of accountants, bookkeepers, and tax preparers, a fact he said showed his client wasn't trying to hide anything. Wessling also painted the prosecution's case as consisting of cherry-picked evidence that doesn't show jurors the full picture. In local news, police say a woman is dead after she was hit by a train in Burton. It happened Wednesday night around 10 o'clock on the railroad tracks across Belsey Road south of Davison Road. No word yet on how it happened. Investigators have not yet released the woman's name. 
59-year-old Stephen Chalice of Fenton was originally facing up to life in prison on four terrorism-related charges. Thursday, inside a Genesee District courtroom, he took a plea. He pled guilty to two counts of unauthorized access to a computer, a five-year felony. His punishment for sending an email to 34 of his co-workers back in March. The note read, quote, I'm sorry to report I'll be forced to kill one of you just to send a message to others. You pick and tell me who it is. You can vote on it and decide on Monday. It was received just weeks after the deadly shooting at a Parkland, Florida high school. Chalice will spend the next five years on probation and continuing mental health treatment. Even God can't run around burglarizing homes in his boxers. That story in the forecast in 60 seconds. Extra, extra, it's an extra edition of the Tom Sumner program Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon at Back to the Bricks in downtown Flint. Join me and special guest co-host Joel Bai from the Blue Hawaiians for Saturday morning cartoons. Tunes about cars, that is. Little DTO. Plus, car conversation and more on the bricks. Hear it all Saturday at 9 a.m. on WFOV 92.1 FM in Flint or stream it at TomSumnerProgram.com everywhere else. Or better still, join us in person for Saturday morning cartoons and talk on the Tom Sumner Program from Back to the Bricks. She's real fine, my 409, my 409. This special Saturday cartoons edition of the Tom Sumner program on the bricks is made possible in part by Back to the Bricks and General Motors. See you on the bricks. God got busted after sheriff's officials say he burglarized a home in his boxer shorts. The case began July 25th as a man and woman were in their home in St. Lucie County, Florida. They told sheriff's officials they heard a knock at the door. The woman opened the door and saw a man clad only in blue boxers. The woman said the man was her neighbor. He forced his way in and got a few feet inside before they pushed him out. She called 911 as the man stood outside their front window looking into their house and yelling things. The man declined to identify himself to officers, saying his name was God. Further, the man said God was his date of birth. God eventually said his name was Joseph Daniels, but declined to answer any further questions. He was arrested and taken to jail. Scattered thunderstorms for today with a high around 80, partly cloudy tonight with a low of 62. For tomorrow, mostly sunny in the morning, increasing clouds with showers later in the day. Thunder possible with a high of 81 and a low of 57. And for Sunday, mostly sunny with a high of 83 and a low of 59. That's the latest. I'm Sean Cantwell. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. This is Mayor Weaver, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Stream us live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon at TomSumnerProgram.com, made possible by listeners like you. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Frank, that was swell. I'm glad you liked it, Harry. You know, you're a darn good-looking fellow. I'll bet you have lots of girls crazy about you. Oh, I don't know. I... Oh, you're just being modest. But tell me, how do you feel when you're in love? How do I feel? My gosh, Harry, it's the most wonderful feeling in the world. Why, when I'm in love, I'm just breezing along with the breeze. I never mind the bumps or the ruts along the highway of life. I float through life on a cloud. And that, folks, is exactly the way you feel in the famous Dodge Air Glide ride. If you haven't experienced this thrill, visit the showroom of your local Dodge dealer. See for yourself the extra value you get in this big, new, money-saving Dodge. Believe me, folks, it certainly is more car for less money. Think of it. The new Dodge Beauty winner of 1936 now sells for only $640 and up. List prices at Factory Detroit. Hey, that is something, Harry. But how about you singing a song now? Don't mind if I do. 
Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as the Tom Sumner program continues live from Back to the Bricks, it's a Saturday morning cartoons edition with my special guest uh, co-host, Joel By, And we had uh, a couple of songs there uh, coming out of the news that I you can't help but think about cars and classic cars and collectible cars when yeah. you hear uh, war playing Lowrider yeah. when I lived out in California. It was like everybody's theme song. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, you drive it. out on the 405 and it was just, I think it was piped in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and at all different parts of the song, so you'd hear it kind of like, yeah, you know, never, never sync together. Everybody was at a different part of the song going by and it'd be like, you know. And before that, also a California favorite, the Beach Boys, with fun, yeah. fun, fun. Yeah, great tune, great tune. <laughs> anyway, uh, some other wheels came skating up here uh, during the last hour, and uh, I don't want to hold them up too long because, you know, this is such a great event. You want to get out and check out all the cars. But we got from uh, Flint Roller Derby, we have one of the coaches, Crazed in Black, and uh, one of the team members, H2O. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for stopping by, you guys. And yeah, I want really. to remind people again, the uh, Flint Roller Derby versus the Ann Arbor Bruising Company, yes. September 15th at Roll Haven in Flint. In fact, I think uh, I think we're going to have uh, some people from the team back again uh, into the studio, you know, right before the game. Yep. We Good. usually do a preview of uh, the upcoming bouts and, and all that. Um, in the meantime, I'll let listeners know that... Uh, you're hearing in the background uh, so some of the uh, opening ceremony going on at Back to the Bricks. And uh, we, we went to music for a little while, but they've been, uh, had a big crowd gathered around. They've got a choir singing uh, America the Beautiful right now. We had uh, someone up to sing the Star Spangled Banner, and there was a uh, military salute before that. All part of the tradition and celebrations of the 14th annual back to the bricks celebration going on this is so cool it, this you know this reminds me joel of doing like uh um thanksgiving uh macy's day parade you know yeah. S- you know sitting right in the middle of yeah. a big event and just yeah. kind of riffing on what's going on around yeah. you yeah <laughs> it is great down here i would i would uh i would say that if you get a chance to come down you ought to do that because it's uh one of Flint's uh, great events. And uh, we're going to take a short break, but we're going to come back with more uh, cartoons, tunes about cars, that is, but something a little more local. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Crime Stoppers is offering up to $2,500 for information that helps lead to the felony arrest of the person responsible for killing Ivory Jones. On March 1, 2018, at approximately 3 a.m., 64-year-old Ivory Jones was found dead on the sidewalk in the 2200 block of Burns Street on Flint's east side. According to police, an assault led to Mr. Jones' death. Submit information anonymously by going to p3tips.com or calling 1-800-422-JAIL. Remember, your voice matters. Imagine a journey down a picturesque riverway. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources.
The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better and kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me and United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Support for the Tom Sumner Program comes from Hamity Complete Food Center, the same family values and community spirit that founded Hamity's back in 1911 and sent trucks of food to sit-down strikers in 1937, is back. Hamity sacks and all. Hamity Complete Food Center is located at 2629 West Pearson Road near Clio Road in Flint and on Facebook. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Hi, I'm U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, and I'm listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Stream us live weekdays at 9 Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com. Made possible by listeners like you. The Tom Sumner Program. 
old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Jump in. 
And welcome back uh, as we continue this cartoons edition of the Tom Sumner program, Saturday morning cartoons, along with my, uh, I'm, I'm here broadcasting live from Back to the Bricks, people walking by, waving, I think J.D. Weingarten's over there in a golf cart, and I give him a little wave, see if he wanders over this way, hard to tell. Anyway, uh, Joel By from the Blue Hawaiians uh, hanging out with me for this uh, 14th annual Back to the Bricks. Yeah, enjoying it. And, and you know, if, hey, uh, if you like to people watch, this is the other place to be, too. Oh, I know. Well, it's cool checking out all the cool cars, but there are a lot of people. In fact, i got to tell you a funny story. We did a bunch of remotes with uh, the, the fine folks from Back to the Bricks. Oh, wait, before I tell this story, I, I want to make sure and back announce the song because this we are playing tunes about cars. That was Big Blue Cadillac from Root Doctor back yes. when Greg Nagy was still with the band, Freddie Cunningham singing. Yeah. And uh, some of the, the tunes about cars, the, the Saturday morning cartoons that we're going to play, are going to be by local people, and um, but anyway, we got a chance to go on the uh, promo tour, which oh. turned out to be six little car shows in cities all over Michigan. So oh. we did a remote from each of the cities. We went to Mount Pleasant, and uh, this was back in June. Mount Pleasant, uh, Gaylord, Petoskey, and then we went to um, Saint Ignace. And then uh, after uh, St. Ignace, we went to East Tawas and then back to Birch Run and back here. So I got to see all these classic cars drive across the bridge. But one of the things, we had basically the same setup that we have here. And Andrea was with me and, and we were doing the show, you know, every day live from the different cities on the tour. <laughs> and... After the first day, after we muled all this gear about two blocks in and out, the organizers rearranged it so we could park our car with the classic cars and be right by where our broadcast booth was, yeah. which was really nice. Oh, very nice. But, but what happened is there are these people walking up and down the street looking at all these classic cars, and Andrea gives me a little, a little thump, and she goes, look, there's people checking out your car <laughs> like it was one of the collectibles. Yeah. And it's just this, you know, eight-year-old Buick that I drive around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and look here, it's a Buick Lucerne. Yeah. And, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Right here next to this Model A. Oh, <laughs> <No>. man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, yeah, it, it, it's, it is funny like that because you, you will see some of the newer well, comparatively, newer cars here that are decked out, got something going on with them. They, they might be only 10, 15 years old, but still, you know, uh, they got them all rocked out. And, and there's some good-looking cars down here of, of, of every year, really. Oh, I, I know. They're all different kinds. Uh, you know, we're sitting here within, uh, within eyeshot. There's a GTO. Yeah. There's, uh, let's see, a uh, Pontiac Firebird right there. Yeah. An old Chevy Bel Air. Yeah, that's... That's, that's a beauty. Yeah. And uh, an MG, and I think he said TF. Now, I have, have been a fan of that. It's uh, one of the early sports cars that was imported into the United States. Yes, and, yes um, that's true. That's true. And, 
I'm familiar with the Model TC and TS, but this one has uh, MGTF on the license plate. I wonder what. And and I'm not and I'm not sure where that is in the series. I know. don't know either. Um, I wouldn't. I, but it's I a beautiful car, red oh. convertible. Yeah. You know, tire in the back, spoked rims, the the uh, that typical British grill in the front. Yes. Uh, it's it's and and the uh, and in the, beautiful shape. Yes, and the little running board. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. Goes, goes from the front tire down by the door and you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Those are very very cool, classic. As uh, there's a Shelby Mustang over on the uh, lawn over by the uh, uh, yeah University Pavilion. Yeah, because we're right uh, we're between the flat lot and the University Pavilion on Kersley Street. Uh, just east of uh, Saginaw Street, the bricks are within sight. Um, boy, there are trucks and cars. Oh, and I meant to mention that they've been doing the opening ceremony. Uh, they started about a half hour ago. And, and just a few minutes ago, we heard Mayor Weaver welcome people to Flint and, uh, and, and did a great job, of, a very welcoming uh, message to visitors. Yes, it was visitors. very nice. And then uh, that was followed up with Kevin Kerbitz from General Motors, who runs uh, the Factory One uh, facility over uh, on, uh, is it Water Street and Grand Traverse? I think in that it's the old uh, carriage factory. Uh, yes, 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 and, Water Street. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he, uh, he runs that place and, and was representing General Motors as one of the corporate sponsors for Back to the Bricks. So, indirectly, they're one of our sponsors as well. So, uh, I thought I'd give them a little shout-out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, yeah. Back to the Bricks is a sponsor uh, of the show, and we've done a lot together this summer. Um, boy, it's just, it's just amazing. There's just so many people walking by. We're kind of off the beaten path, but, oh, but yet we're still seeing tons of folks yeah i mean as as the day well since since about nine o'clock it's it's kind of doubled oh yeah yeah you know and we've got some time left to go so uh don't think you're late folks if you think that uh you're you're gonna miss anything this is gonna go on for quite a while you can you can hear it behind us see we're just getting revved up now that's right that's exactly (laughs) right so uh, so uh, come on down and and uh, hear the roar. That's right. Um, speaking of the roar, because we've got uh, that adds a lot really to the ambience of being here. Oh, it sure does. And and the smells too. I, oh, yeah. I mean, there are food vendors and there's those smells, but just the gasoline smell. It's, oh, I know. It's you know sometimes. You know, you're like, oh god, you know that stinks. But at an event like this, it's it's part of the, uh, you know, the the whole experience. Yes, and smell being the closest link to memory. Wow. Look, there's a dry, a blind man driving a golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no, he's he's not blind. That's J.D. Weingarten. He's he's looking for important people to say hi to. Is he? <laughs> I think well, so. Well, he better come over here and say hello to you. <laughs> oh, he will. He will eventually. Um, and I expect we'll hear from uh, the founder as well, uh, who is um, 
Al Hatch, I hope, will be dropping by at some point. But in the meantime, I mentioned we were going to be doing, uh, we were going to be doing cartoons. And I want to see if I can find this one. There it is. Um, here's one. This is just a quick little, little two-minute number from Three Men in a Tenor. And uh, oh, since, yeah. since we uh, happened to point out that GTO parked right across the street from us, this is, this is perfect. Oh, cool. Three men in a tenor. They did a little great GTO, job with that. don't they? Yeah, that's uh, that's my first time hearing that. that. That's they've been around a while. Oh yeah, they have. And uh, that that was a wonderful rendition. I, I, I that's that was great. Well, really. I thought, you know, that's one of the one of the cool things is um, being able to showcase some local talent. Yeah. That that doesn't. You don't hear their stuff on the radio, but no. you should. You, well, I think so. I think so, too. Um, I mean, you know, you and I being musicians for mo- most yeah. of our lives. And, and you know... It, a lot of... Usually, 
if I if I'm gonna have music on my show, it's usually local. It, it, uh, now it, I'm making some exceptions today. Sure. To get some classics in. Sure. You know, we we had uh, Aretha Franklin. Of course, yeah. yeah. I count her as local. Yeah. <laughs> I'm counting her yeah. as local. Yeah. But uh, but we've done some stuff by. Uh, the Beach Boys, we heard 409 earlier. They're playing that on the system downtown now. Yeah. And, um, and then, uh, let's see, what, uh, War with uh, Lowrider. Low and, yeah, and then, you know, the yeah, a few Beach Boys tunes in there. And, you know, the, the automobile in America is like the stripes on the flag. Oh, you know, absolutely. It's just for the a, last hundred years, yeah. there has been such a love affair yeah. with the automobile in America and and it's so rooted in Flint history. Yeah. Um, you know, the the Corvette for example, and we're gonna yeah. uh, probably won't be till after the break, but we've got a song by Prince coming up, you know, the uh, what is it? Little uh, Red Corvette. Little Red Corvette. And you know, of course, there's a whole bunch of little red Corvettes here today. Oh, yeah. There's, yeah. In fact, there's a whole section that's yeah. just Corvettes because the first Corvettes were built right here in Flint, yes, Michigan in 1953. They were. They were. And that's what Back to the Bricks is all about. And the other, another thing I want to say about Back to the Bricks, and I've got a chance to, to see a little bit of it from the inside, uh, especially when we did the promo tour with them. Oh, These yeah. guys operate like a military unit. I I, they move all this gear. They get it in and out. Yeah. You know, these these car shows that we did on the road, they had 300 cars on the road. Oh. And watching them move those cars across the Mackinac Bridge, you know, in a precision in, oh. in a precision parade, and you're seeing these Model A's and Model T's and you know all these different classics and collectibles. Nobody too close or too far behind. They're yeah. in unison. Yeah, know, yeah, it, uniformly. It, it, it it's just it's just amazing, and they they go into a town like like uh, oh, when we were in uh, Mount Pleasant, for example, and you know. 30 minutes to an hour later, 30 minutes to an hour later, uh, there's a car show. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It, it, it really is. So and, like, uh, well, like the well-oiled machines that they are. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, when you think about it, the skills that these guys had back in the day, you know, there were millions of cars built in Flint. Yes. And they figured out how to get them built, how to get them moved mm -hmm. from here to all over the country. Yes. You know, those same cars that, uh, you know, War and uh, the Beach Boys are singing about out in California. Yeah. Got shipped out there from here. And guys, you know, made their quotas, got their stuff done on time, yep. met their deadlines, yeah. quality control was there, yeah. and built some of the greatest cars in and, history. Yeah, and in fact, that assembly line was used in uh, several neighborhoods here, Mott Park, of course, and uh, Civic Park. The boulevard on Chevrolet Avenue was train tracks at, back in 1919, 1920. Yeah. And what they did was they they would bring in the foundation. They'd all take that off with horse-drawn, uh, you know, trailers. Put that on. Then the next guy would come in with the side. Then he'd build the side. Then the last thing would come in would be the roof. 
and the sleet yeah. and all that. And they'd go right, continue right up those train tracks and doing the same thing in Civic Park. So they used that assembly line as in, in how they built these neighborhoods because, uh, as many probably recall, there, there were people sleeping in tents down there, at where, which is now Antwood and, Stadium. And, and over on the east side. And on the east side. And so Mott said, look, it, I'm a, I'll give it. I'll give this property. He gave that property away. And boom. And they built those. It, just like they built cars and assembly line. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, My it, house it really Mott is. Park was well built. A two by four was a two by four. Yeah. And, a, you know, and a, and a slate roof on it. it was, those were, they're built like, they were built as fine as they built these cars. I can tell you that. I lived, a I lived a, a lot of them were, but, but. There's a and and one of the things that Flint is wrestling with now, of course, is is blighted, dilapidated, burned out housing in different parts of the city, uh, from from basically being abandoned as the city has shrunk, yes. and and some of those houses were thrown up pretty fast because yes. so many people were coming here so fast. Yes. Like you said, there were people, oh yeah, you know, living in boxes and yeah. cars and oh yeah, you know, it's hard whatever. for people to imagine, but th- that's. People, they came people, up, up the Mississippi to go to work. Yeah. There, there were jobs to be had here, and people were coming from all over the country to, to fill them. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, and it's nice to be able to celebrate that. It is. With an event like this. It, it is. I think, it, I think it's fantastic. You know, I, I really set, do. Set the you know, urban blight and decay aside, the water woes, high crime, yeah. some of the problems that you every know, the mayor has. faces every day. Yeah. And, 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 and just remember, it. there was this moment, this shining moment in history when Flint just just exploded with production and you know productivity. Yeah, there was a few hundred thousand plus yeah. people here at the time. Anyway, we're going to take a short break. I I mentioned uh, Prince. You know, yeah. we we paid uh, tribute to Aretha Franklin earlier, but uh, it's more rock and roll. Uh, Oh, what would you say, uh, royalty? Yes. Uh, with yes. Uh, the Armel, the artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> yes. Anyway, a little song called uh, "Little Red Corvette" coming up right after we take a short break. Stay tuned. The Tom Sumner Program, old-fashioned radio for a new generation. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them, in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air, where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums, where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses. 
and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner program is provided by Swiftlet Technology, engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology. The Tom Sumner program, old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Flint Community Schools encourages area families to enroll today for the 2018-19 school year. Reinforce the importance of a high-quality education to your child by enrolling early at Flint Community Schools. To enroll, visit the administration building at 923 East Kersley Street in Flint, which is open year-round. For more information or answers to common questions, visit flintschools.org or call 810-760-1000. Tacos, a cheese, and a large soda. That's $10,012. Please drive around. Wait, 10000 what? It's obvious you're buzzed and driving. I've only had a few. I'm fine. Yeah, the food's 12 bucks, but getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Please drive around. Actually, just park and come in. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. This is Sheriff Robert Pickell, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Stream us live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon at TomSumnerProgram.com, made possible by listeners like you. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation.
there yeah we're on Kersley Kersley and Saginaw Street with uh, Saturday morning cartoons on the Tom Sumner program a special extra edition of the Tom Sumner program broadcasting on 92.1 FM WFOV our voices radio a broadcast service of the Odyssey House of Flint and uh, also streaming at TomSumnerProgram.com I have uh, a special guest co-host today, Joel Bai from the Blue Hawaiians. And uh, we're playing, uh, we're, we're hosting a Saturday morning cartoon show where we're playing tunes about cars live at Back to the Bricks. We're on Kersley Street just east of uh, the Bricks, Saginaw Street in downtown Flint with this special, uh, special remote edition. And it is so much fun out here, and the crowds are starting to build up, but there's still lots of time to get here. Oh, yes. It's a blast. It, it, you, the people should come down here. This is this is one of Flint's uh, this is finest things. You know, they they always say, this is the one not to miss, yeah. but this really is. It, really, it is. Uh, there, there are two events that, that really shine on the national stage in Flint. There are probably a few more. But certainly, the uh, back to the bricks today, and then next Saturday, the crim. Yes, yeah, the crim. Uh, that's uh, the people come from Kenya. Uh, you know, everywhere from Kenya to Canada. I mean, it's it, that's a international thing. Yeah, it is. And of course, we always joke that you know it's always going to be a Kenyan that wins the race. Yeah. But they yeah. run everywhere over there. They do. Because they don't have 
they don't have they don't have all these great classic cars over they, they there. don't have any roads <laughs> there's not many you know there's not paved highways or anything for sure you think our pipes are bad yeah <laughs> boy oh boy yeah 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 we've got gtos and chevelles and impalas and the sabers and wow it, it's just a it, really just a fantastic deal it, it, this is a great event i um, i look forward to this every year actually and i i don't think i've missed a year well every year um doing uh, doing this radio show for the last 10 years um, this is the 14th annual, and, and it kind of feels like, like my show has grown up, you know, kind of in the shadow of Back to the Bricks, because when I first started doing the show at Kettering uh, 10 years ago, they were still kind of in their infancy, and WFOV, the, the student-run uh, radio station where this show was launched at Kettering, uh-huh. came down to the one of the, well, it must have been the fourth, you know, annual or whatever. Yeah. Um, came down to Back to the Bricks and we had worked out a deal with Back to the Bricks and we broadcast all day from the event. I see. Um, and the station the whole week during the cruises and the drive-in and everything played all 50s and 60s music and we did all the announcements that you hear on the, the speaker system. We did, but on the radio. So people cruising could get announcements in their car by tuning... Uh, yeah. To our station, it was, yeah, and it, it was really fun, and that was like my first experience with Back to the Bricks. And then every year, I've had some great guests on yeah. because of the people that got attracted to Flint because of Back to the Bricks. Yeah, people like Cindy Williams from uh, Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, and um, let's see, who were some of the others that were that were really fun? I, I just played a, or I did just replayed one with Shirley Muldowney. Oh. Who was like uh, a legendary drag race, uh, the first lady of drag racing. And, yeah. You know, she was phenomenal talent. Got to meet her and, and introduce, you know, or, or interview her for the show. And, of course, the late Doc Watson. Yes. That yeah. was, that was uh, he's sorely missed at this he, event every oh, year. Oh, it sure is. And, sure is. and of course, uh, then later they got uh, Bob Steele. Yeah. Got involved and used to do the, the, the flat lot announcements and all that. Yeah. And and he passed away. He did. Not too long ago. Oh, and I so didn't know no that. So he's no longer, you know, part of uh, Back to the Bricks. But Oh, I didn't know that. And and he's he's keenly missed as well. And then, you know, throughout the years, I, I've gotten to do, you know, some of these really fun interviews. Um, the guy with the flying car and, you know, yeah. just these, you know, offbeat, odd things, you know. Up, right up to Eddie Munster. Right up to this <laughs> year and Eddie Munster, uh, Butch Patrick. Yep. One of the uh, more well-adjusted adults after being a child star. Yes, because as we know, that that sort of has a stigma that some of them uh, some of them can't shake. And well, Mickey Dolan's told me on the show when I interviewed him, and he was a child star too, yes. a circus boy. Circus boy, yeah. Um, he said, well. He said, you always hear about the ones that, you know, knock over a jewelry store or OD, you know. He said, you don't hear about the ones that are, they just grew up and they're fine. Yeah, right. He says, right. 
it, Shirley Temple Black comes to mind, he it, said. Yes. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And and so there is kind of a stigma about that. And I, yeah. and I asked Eddie about that, and he said, I, I'm calling him Eddie. Eddie Munster is actually yeah. Butch yeah. Patrick. Yeah. And, and he said, I didn't take it that seriously. You know, yeah. he said, I did my gigs, you know, and stuff. And then I went to the Midwest and lived with my grandmother when I wasn't shooting, you know. Yeah. And he said, I, I just didn't, I, I didn't stay immersed in the business, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah, there, there's, you know, if we if, if we had a moment to think about it, there, there'd be many child stars that went the same route. Oh yeah. Rather than having this and you know terrible demise. But but the, the terrible demises make such great copy. Oh yeah. I mean you know <laughs> good news doesn't sell. But uh, if you want to see replicas of the uh, Munster cars and they they are beauts. Yeah. You know there's the big there's a casket one that looks like a little sports car. Yeah. And then there's there's you know the big coach. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and apparently there is a bicycle. It was never used in the uh, TV show, but it's here. And there it are is. pictures of little Eddie Munster, you know, promo shots and stuff, but it, it just never got, got used in no. the show. Oh, but I he has that around. here. And he is back in possession of the original little Wolfman doll. Is he? Yeah. And I guess there's all kinds of Munster memorabilia. I haven't had a chance to go see his trailer yet. Oh, I'm going to do um, that. But I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Maybe we can sneak over there during the news. Yeah. Coming up at the top of the hour with Sean Cantwell at the news desk in Lapeer with uh, five minutes of news each hour on today and every day on the Tom Sumner program. Um, and... Uh, like I say, there's still plenty of time to get down here. Coming up uh, after the news, I'm going to play one. This is kind of a guilty pleasure for me. I, a car song by the Beatles. Oh, I'm yeah. such a Beatles fan. Yes. And uh, we're going to squeeze that in, and we'll have more cartoons, uh, tunes about cars, a lot of them from local people. News is next. More right after the this. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation.